Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thank you, Steve. Today I'll be interviewing a couple who has been work camping for three years, but now recruits other work campers to serve at the same RV park they call home. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50 plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping and how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started. For more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. Richard and Benita Peacock are both from East Texas. They got into the RV lifestyle at the urging of Benita's sister and brother-in-law who started RVing in 2019. While Benita was intrigued, she didn't think anything could get Richard to give up golfing. However, eventually the couple sold their home on a golf course to pursue RVing full-time. They have traveled to most of the southeastern states and even rode out Hurricane Sally when it arrived in 2020, something Richard discourages RVers from trying themselves. They live in a 42-foot Alliance Paradigm fifth wheel that has a built-in office or multi-purpose room that they really like. Having an RV that large has been challenging for Richard and Benita because all their trips must be planned so they are sure they can get in and out of places they visit for food, fuel, and fun. They have experienced some challenges, such as losing a sway bar on one trip, and during one of their first trips, they ran out of propane and woke up to a freezing RV, then they hit a protective barrier around a gas pump, and even hit their garage when backing the RV. Although they wondered if they made the right decision to jump into the RV lifestyle, they persevered and are having a lot of fun today. Their work camping experiences have been limited to working at the Boulders at Lake Tyler, an RV park near White House, Texas. They visited the campground early in their RV travels, fell in love with its beauty and amenities, and returned every year since. Richard and Benita love it so much, they agreed to stay on indefinitely. The 238-acre Lakeside RV Park has an event center for which Benita coordinates various activities taking place there, from weddings and business meetings to special events for campground guests. A unique fishing barge allows guests to drop a line from the comfort of a shaded space. The park puts out corn every afternoon, which attracts up to 40 deer. Because it's off the beaten path, the Boulders is a family-friendly park where kids can fish, run, or bike around without worrying about a lot of traffic. The park rents pontoon boats, kayaks, golf carts, and bicycles. On-site food trucks provide things like barbecue, other snacks, coffee, and snow cones. The campground is relatively small with just 44 sites, 4 cabins, and a few glamping tent sites, and primitive tent sites as well. There are no seasonal sites and guests can stay up to a maximum of 14 days. A half-mile boardwalk along the water allows people to really enjoy scenic Lake Tyler. 
There's even a boat launch and a few boat slips for campers to use. Although the park is open year-round, its peak season runs from March through October. The Boulders is looking for three more work camping couples for the 2023 season. To tell us more about the Boulders and what work campers will be doing, please welcome fellow work campers Richard and Vanita Peacock to the show. Thanks for joining me today, Richard and Vanita. I appreciate the time. You've been a work campers for how long? Three years. Three years. What prompted you to do this? We met a lady when we were camping, actually camping out here a few years ago. We met a lady that I knew from my previous employment and she talked to us about it and we decided we wanted to try it. So we did and we fell in love with it. Three years later, here we are doing it. Where are you from originally? We're both from East Texas. I spent most of my adult life in East Texas. Belita was born and raised and has spent most all her life here. This is our home and we just enjoy it. And it's a beautiful place here. And you started RVing three years ago just for the sense of adventure? Or had you been RVing for a while and started work camping three years ago? I had a, I have a sister and a brother-in-law that called us right before the pandemic happened. And she, they said, Hey, we're going to buy an RV. Y'all need to buy an RV and go with us. I said, Richard is not going to do that. We were living in a, a golf community and right on the golf course. And he was playing golf four or five times a day. And I just, a week and I just wasn't sure that was going to, that was going to fit in his schedule. Long story short, we bought one and here we are three years later, we've sold the house on the golf course and we're now full-time RV. You have a much we bigger just bank. love with the lifestyle. Yeah, you have a much bigger yard with the back. All of America is your backyard, right? It, exactly. <laughs> exactly. With a lot less maintenance and yard work to do. Exactly. That's right. Where have you traveled that you've really enjoyed? Let's see. Arkansas, Oklahoma. Minnesota. Kentucky. Florida. Georgia. Alabama. Pretty much in the southeast. Okay. We uh, rode out Hurricane Sally a couple of years ago in Florida in the RV, and I would highly recommend that people don't ever do that. So, was it a little? That's that was not fun. Was it a little bumpy? It was a little bumpy and a little shaky, and but the RV did great, and we survived, and we have a, a nice story to tell about it. So, yes. What type of RV do you have that can survive a hurricane? The one we have now would have done much better. The one we had at that time was a little smaller, but we have one now that probably that could survive anything. What is it? It is an Alliance Paradigm 390 MP. It's a fifth wheel. It's got, it's 42 foot. It's got an office in it. It's got a loft in it. It's very nice. It's all, it's, it's nicer than most people's homes. It's got everything that we need. I was wondering when manufacturers were going to wake up to the fact that so many people in, who are using RVs are also working from their RVs. So they put an office right in the fifth wheel? It's called a multi-purpose. It had a little sofa in it with a little table already that was attached to the wall. But we took the sofa out and we put a desk, a breaker desk in here because there was plenty of room and we have a file cabinet. And so we have our computer in here and this is where we do a lot of our work in this office and it's very nice and it's very comfortable. What are some of your favorite experiences since you've been on the road? I think it's just meeting all the different people from all the different walks of life and 
everybody has something in common. You've got an RV. You've got some type of a vehicle that you're traveling with. And so there's makes for easy conversation. And we thoroughly enjoyed being able to meet a lot of different people from different areas and have made some very good friends along the way. Have you faced any challenges while you've been RVing? If you're pulling an RV, I think you've faced a challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's the only challenge we really faced is just planning out the trips and being able to stop because you can't just pull this thing in and out of every place. You have to plan where you can stop and fuel up, where you're going to stop to eat if you're going to. We try to travel when we're traveling, which we haven't traveled very much recently, but when we do, we try not to travel more than four to five hours a day because it's just tough and it's so we try to minimize that so we try to plan our stops within that range so that we have plenty of time to set up we have plenty of time to do what we need to do that's really the biggest challenge when you're pulling an rv and you're traveling we're like anybody else we've had some trips that have gone extremely smooth and we've had a few trips that one of our first ones, when we got back, we said, okay, we just need to decide that we really want to do this after that trip. Because we had a few things happen that time that we had a learning experience from. What kinds of things were that, that you learned the hard? I, I didn't get the sway bar connected correctly on my side. And so we lost it somewhere along the way. It's when we had a travel trainer. We ran out of propane one night because we had run the heat and she was cooking and we didn't realize how much propane we were using. It was cold that night. I woke up about five o'clock and it was freezing cold. We didn't have any space heaters. So we were without heat for several hours. I backed into, I hit a, not the gas pump, but I hit the bar that kind of protects the gas pumps at a gas station. I backed into the garage of my house and that was on the same trip, the same RV. So when we got home, we looked at each other and said, okay, do we really want to do this or not? And we said, yes, we do. So we just, here we are. Two years later, still doing it. That is funny. I think every RVer has experiences like that. They just don't understand <laughs> what it takes to maneuver these big rigs, whether it's a towable yes, or a, a motorhome. I had a motorhome and I backed into a, a connection at a campground when I was trying to pull out and broke the water line for the entire RV park. They had to shut the water off to the <laughs> entire park to get it. So. I think everybody has those types of stories and it's not if something is going to happen, it's when something is going to happen. So we just, we understand that it's, and we just accept it and, but we love this lifestyle so much. That's not really a big deal for us. I like the idea that you're only traveling four to five hours a day as well. That's manageable too. I tried to go 10 to 12 hours some days and that's just exhausting. And it really takes away from the enjoyment of our beings. Good for you for doing that. What yeah, well, we, just, we decided the journey to where we're getting to is more important than just getting there. That's right. Exactly. You get the RV to see America, and you can't see America right. when right. you're moving 75, 80 miles an hour down the highway. Right. Exactly. Right. Yes. What kind of work camping jobs have you had? This is really the only place we've been. We've done this. We're, we're starting our third this year. This is starting our third year, but we've not, but we are, we have. There's been some things that have happened since we've been here. We came last June. There's been some things that have happened since we've been here that we've committed to be here indefinitely at this place, the boulders at Lake Tyler. It's a beautiful place. We've made very good friends with the owner and the park manager. They have allowed us to do some things that 
probably other work campers or camp hosts would not be able to do. They've allowed us to take over this part of the recruiting for people, work campers to come and work at this park. We have an event center here that Belita and I both coordinate. She coordinates it more than I do, but it's a venue where we have weddings and parties and different types of things. So we've already, she's already booking things into 2024. So the commitment that we've made here, it definitely has stopped us from traveling some, although not completely, but this is kind of our home is where we feel comfortable and where we want to be. Tell us a little bit about the boulders and what it is and what it's like to work there. Okay, go ahead. The boulders is located on Lake Tyler in Tyler, Texas. And it is actually, it's Lake Tyler, but it's actually in the city of White House. And the facility here at the boulders is on 238 acres. We are waterfront RV and we have a fishing barge. And we have a, a bait shop, we have cabins, tent sites, and we have glamping tent sites, which are going to be new in the spring. We rent pontoon boats, we rent kayaks, we rent bicycles, we have food trucks on our property as well. And then we have the event center, which is just newly opened up for our outside rental that started back in the spring of 2022, and it has just blossomed over the past six months. So we're, as Richard said, we're booking some bookings into 2024 for, for that venue as well. How many sites are at that park? We have 34 RV sites, 23 are waterfront. They, we have four cabins that look out over the lake and we have 10, what they call glapping sites, that glapping tents that are right on the water that we will open up around the 1st of March. We have primitive tent sites that you can Pitch a tent if that's what you want to do. We have a little bit of everything, and that's what draws people in. It's beautifully decorated. We have, it's retro. Everything is retro. We have a lot of the older retro neon signs that have been put up that illuminate at night that make it absolutely beautiful here. We have people that just stumble up upon us, and they just are ooh and awe about how beautiful it is here and what a hidden gem we have. And so that's why we're trying to recruit people that want to come here and be a part of something that's really special and really nice and work camp here with us. And we have a new boardwalk that's a half a mile long that is on the water. That's pretty neat. Yeah. How many RV sites it's, did you say there were at the park? There's 44 RV sites, concrete pads, and 23 of those 44 are right on the water, the waterfront sites right on the lake. That sounds really yeah. beautiful. And you it's beautiful. You said that they, we, the park also has food trucks available? Yes. And that's yes, we have, we have, right now we have one that's a barbecue truck, and then we have one that has a variety menu, and then we have what the, it's called the Boulder's Ice Company, which I say our Starbucks on the lake. It serves lattes and coffees and smoothies and snow cones and things of that nature, but like Richard said, the retro vintage theme is what is throughout the park with all the retro signs. So it is a very unique place. We are a little different than some of the other parks where as we are open to the public as far as someone just to come into the park and come fish and walk around and eat out of the food trucks. So we're a semi-private park. We're 
the, there's a boat ramp that's, is ac- that has access to our park. It's a public boat ramp that's not very far from us. So kind of unique in the fact that we are private, but then we are public as well. We have a lot of people that come just to fish. We charge a minimum fee to fish off the barge or off the boardwalk. We also have boat slits that people can, if they have their boats, they can put them up at the boat slip. We have uh, gas pumps that are on the lake for people that want to come up in their boats and fill up with gas. We have we just have a variety of a lot of different things that go on here. And we're experiencing kind of some growing pains as we open up some new things and we're getting a little bit bigger. And that's why we need, we're trying to find some quality people that want to come and be a part of something that's beautiful and be a part of something that's exciting. I would imagine being in that part of Texas that the campground is open year round. Is that right? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Do you have a busier season in the summer or in the In the summer, our peak season is from March through October, and our non-peak is November through February. We have a lot of people that predominate in their slower months are just the local, local residents, and this park has not actually been in operation as far as all of the amenities that we have now. But for a couple of years, and there's not been a whole lot of advertising. It's pretty much been word of mouth. And that's something that Richard and I are working on is getting our more advertising out to, to a, a bigger area than just the locals. Are most of the people staying at the park seasonal campers or are they the weekenders? Most of the people that come here during the peak times are with, live within a probably a 50 to 75 hundred mile radius of this area. They come on the weekends usually or during the summer when the kids are out of school because we have a playground. It's safe for the kids to ride their bikes. Kids can fish. It's more of that type of park. And so in the wintertime, we don't have just a whole lot of activity that goes on, but we're we're off the beaten path. We don't get the pass by traffic. You have to kind of know where you're going to get here. So what we're trying to do is to invite people and show them and let them see what we have so that we can attract more people that will come here. But like Melita said, we're relatively new. This park is relatively new in that regard. So we're experiencing some growing pains. We're trying to promote the park. We're trying to promote the event center. We're trying to promote what we have out here. And we've got a lot of things already scheduled in the spring as far as different types of activities that we will host that will hopefully draw more people and draw more attention to to the park of where we are. I was just looking on your website. The park has 128 acres and we're for 44 RV sites and some cabins. My goodness, there's a lot of space yeah. out there. We have a lot of, we have a lot of area that's not been clear. What we do in the evenings, we have a lot of people that come out here. We have, we feed the deer actually, and the deer will come out out of the woods into the open area. And every afternoon we go out with air corn and, and we spread it out. And usually about the time that the sun is starting to go down, there'll be 25, 30, 40 deer that will come out and feed. And we have a lot of people that will just come and just sit in their cars and watch the deer as they feed. Oh, that's so neat. It's just beautiful. Yeah. I was just going to say the park in general has been focused originally around just the RV sites whenever the owner started started the renovation and so they it was 
focused on that. But then as they started to, his vision started to come alive, I guess you could say, that's how all of the other amenities have become a part of the park. And one thing that we are unique, as Richard said, we are not on a beaten path. So, you know, we're not off of I-20 where you hear road traffic. You hear There is no road traffic here except somebody that's coming into the park. It's very quiet. We also are not a long-term park. We do not allow these to stay more than 14 days. We don't do any any long-term rentals. How many work campers are you going to be looking for? Right now, we need two or three more couples. Okay. We do do prefer the couples because the way our work schedule is, it's just our preference. You get more bang for your buck that way. The exchange for the work camper and something that we can talk about, but the exchange for what you get in return for what you give is very good. What is the compensation for the work campers? We offer no monetary compensation. It's strictly you work. Each couple is required to work 30 hours a week, and that's 15 hours per person. And typically it's a five-hour day, three days a week, that gives you four days off. And we try to schedule them so that they're all in a row. You work three days in a row, you're off four days in a row. And each couple works the same day. Yeah, we try to to schedule it so the couples work the same day. In exchange for the 15 hours of work uh, per week, you get a RV, a level RV path with full hookups, water, electricity, and sewer, free laundry, and then you have access to the pontoon boats, you have access to the golf carts, you have access to the kayaks, you have access to the bicycles. So all the amenities that, that we have in the park, the work campers have access to those if they're not booked by a paying customer. You can, ha- you can have access to those. And plus, we give family discounts for family members of the work campers that may want to come and stay a few days. We give those people discounts, but that's what you get in exchange. So when you look at it for what you get in return for what you have to, you get a lot more in return for what, in my opinion, for what you put into it. Try to build a team of work campers. That's why we would ask people to commit for at least six months. That way there's some stability among the work camping crew. We try to, we do a lot of things together. Vanita's very good at of different events for our work campers. We do a monthly birthday thing. We try to uh, just get together as a group of people so that we know each other, work together as a team. And that's what we're trying to look for. Not just people, but people that want to work together and take ownership in the park while they're here and be a part of something that's big and beautiful and nice. I know you said that you prefer couples and over solos. Would you accept a family to come in? I mean, somebody with kids or would both of the couples or both members of the couple have to be working at the same time? You had mentioned that. So that would leave the kids unattended if they were younger than like. Well, and the, they don't necessarily always work at the same time. They may work on the same day. Oh, okay. But they may, one may work the early shift and one may work the late shift. And we're not closing the door on anyone that's interested in work camping with us, but we are doing Zoom calls with everyone uh, 
that's available to do a Zoom call for our recruiting because to your point earlier, it is much better to put a face with the name whenever you're you're talking with someone. Those are things that we are really going to require applicants to be available for. What are some of the jobs? Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say the the typical work camper job here at the park is going to be a little more than what we have learned as far as a camp host versus a work camper. Here you are a work camper because the bank shop that we have here is the office. And so it is where you do reservations. We do online reservations, but we also do have phone calls where we do reservations. So they do reservations. Um, you sell live bank. You, but it's a general store. So, you know, it's service friendly. We sell Texas Parks and Wildlife Fishing and Hunting License. You've got to have some customer service experience, some general computer knowledge. Uh, you've got to be able to be active as far as being able to walk around and move around in the park area. Outside area is typically more for, for the guys work. Not always. Some of the guys work in the bait shop. Richard is one of them that's, he's versatile. He's working wherever we need him to, to work. That's one of the things that we've just kind of, that we've asked in the recruiting process as, as far as the, the availability and the flexibility of those things. Are people needed to work on the food trucks? Are those owned by the campground or are those outside vendors bringing the trucks in? Those are outside vendors. Um, okay. Yes. Is there any special traits or qualifications you're looking for in the work? Camp? I think Veneta hit up on two or three of them. First of all, being versatile and having some, we want people that are customer friendly, have good PR skills that can talk to people because we do interact with a lot of people here. The bait shop where the main office is located, that's the, the first impression that people get when they come in and we want somebody to greet them and talk to them and make them feel warm and welcome. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that go on in there. So it has to be somebody that can multitask, somebody that can prioritize things because in the summertime, it, it's pretty busy and pretty hectic in there at times. We need people that can handle that with good personalities that are friendly and warm and just somebody that's got great PR skills. That's what we're looking for. And guys that can work outside and just do a lot of different things. Mainly the guys that work outside, pick up trash. That's one of the main things about the park. We have so many comments of people that come in and say, this is the cleanest park I've ever been in. It's the nicest, cleanest, safest park I've ever been in. And they've traveled all over the United States. For those people to say that, it makes us feel really good. It makes us feel like we're doing something right. Are you recruiting work campers right now? Yes. Yes. When do you typically recruit for them, for people who might listen to this later on in the year? Full time. Recruiting all the time. We basically just took on this role back in late December, the 1st of January. So we, we realized that we're a little late to the game for our spring and summer this year, but we've already, we've been recruiting for our fall and winter, and we've already accepted a couple of applicants for those positions. And like I said, we do realize that people are six months in advance booking their next destination as far as work camping. What's involved in the interview and hiring process? Like I said, we really prefer that they have the availability to do a Zoom call. We just, we feel like that's very important 
for us to be able to put a face with the name in as well as we do that you can tell by people's facial expressions of the questions that you ask them how they're going to react to to the customers and to to what our our requirements are okay basically we just talk to we'll take a resume look at the resume get we'll make contact with that person we'll talk to them on the phone and then we will set up a zoom call as Benita said and then we will go from there if we have follow-up we can do a follow-up Zoom call. We've had several work campers that have come here personally that because they've been close enough that they would come here. We take them on a tour of the park. We show them everything about the park, what the expectations and requirements are, what the jobs are. And we've done that with several people who we've interviewed. So if they're not close enough to be able to do that, then we get the Zoom call, which as Benita said, is very important for us. How long does it take to make a hiring decision? Not very long. Sometimes I can make it when I'm talking to them, but sometimes I have to wait a little while. Okay, that's we, fair enough. We both come 40 plus years of experience in education and businesses of our own. And we do realize that keeping someone hanging on for several days or weeks at a time when you know what your answer is, is not something that we want to do. What so we're of- respectful of people and letting them know as soon as we know. What kind of things draw people to the area? In other words, what can work campers do when they're not working? There's a lot of things. This is a beautiful area. There's lots of restaurants in Tyler, which is about 15 minutes from here. There's a lot of shopping. The Rose Garden, which is Tyler's kind of known as the rose capital of the world. There's a beautiful rose garden. We're, we're, We're about two hours from Dallas. And we are about an hour from Shreveport. We're two hours from the Magnolia Market, which is in Waco, Texas. We This fishing lake is a very prominent lake as far as for fishing. And they have all kinds of fishing tournaments here, large fishing tournaments here. And like Richard said, there are there's we're also 45 minutes from the world's largest trades day, which is Canton, Texas you could possibly ever even imagine that would somebody would want to sell or not even imagine that they would want to sell okay. it's at this place it, and a lot of people call it a swap meet or a flea market that kind of thing i don't know how many hundred acres it is oh, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of vendors that come to sell their their stuff and so you have just literally thousands and thousands of people that show up during that weekend that will go there it's a big deal and it's uh we're about 45 minutes from there. So there's a lot of things that would attract people. Plus the climate here is unbelievable. Like today, what is it? February the 21st, the temperature here is 85 degrees and sunshiny tonight. We don't even have that in Phoenix. <laughs> That's wonderful. What so can that, that, that attracts a lot of people to just the climate. What can a work camper do to stand out among applicants if they really want to come work for the boulders? I think that, that we go back to customer service and we keep talking about that because that is one of the one the comments and the replies that we get on our facility is the friendliness of the people here because Richard's talked about the customer service in the bank shop or in the office, but it also goes out into the guys that are on, on the golf course or the guys that are working out in the field. They stop and they talk to the campers and they ask them where they're from and 
They're just very friendly and very supportive. We have a lot of people. We have several, like most towns now, RV dealerships here. And we have a lot of people that leave the RV dealership and come here so that they can learn how to hook up their RV and how to work everything. We don't necessarily um, announce that we have guys here that can help them. But if they need some help, our guys outside, they'll help them with the general hookups that, that they have. And we have on, not on site, but we have availability for people if they do have an issue with their RV that we have guys that we can call that are on call that they don't have to worry about waiting for somebody to come an hour or two hours away. That is a wonderful service to provide to RVers of any experience, yes. really. So what that? Where can people get more information? Our website, theboulderslaketyler.com. That's easy enough. Yes, sir. Is there one thing that you wish all work campers knew about the boulders before they came to work for the company? I think it's just a beautiful place. The people here are friendly and warm. If you come here with um, wanting a place to call home for six months to a year, it's a place that you can do that and feel very comfortable. Pace of life is slow. It's beautiful here. You have access to a lot of different things to do. The work is challenging sometimes, but it's also very rewarding in a lot of different ways. We're just looking for good quality people that would fit here and want to come here and be a part of something that's growing and something that's big and something that's very beautiful. I've been looking on the website and on the map where the Boulders is located, and it is in a spectacularly beautiful area of Texas. It is. Very beautiful. I wish people, or I encourage people who are interested in coming to work for you to do the research and apply right away. There are jobs available yet this spring, correct? We're recruiting for spring and summer and fall and winter and spring and summer for next year. We're open to all of those. Very good. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank Thank you you very much, Greg. Greg. I enjoyed listening to Richard and Benita Peacock's story very much. It's not the first time I've interviewed someone who fell in love with one particular work camping job and returned to it almost exclusively. Work campers at the boulders at Lake Tyler don't get paid. However, they do receive a free full hookup RV site in exchange for 30 hours of work per couple per week. That amounts to about 15 hours per person. The park asks work campers to make a six-month commitment. Couples will often work on the same day, but may not work at the same time. For example, one person may work in the morning, the other in the afternoon or evening. That means a family with young children may be able to get a job at the park and still be able to watch the kids. Most of the time, the Boulders tries to schedule people to work three days in a row and then take four days off. Work campers also have access to all the park's amenities, including use of pontoon boats, bicycles, kayaks, and other toys not being rented by guests. The work isn't difficult at all. People with good customer service skills and a pleasant attitude will fit right in. Work campers take reservations and greet guests, as well as staff the general store and bait shop. They also pick up trash around the park and ensure the facilities remain clean. People interested in serving as work campers simply email their resumes. Then Richard and Benita will look it over and set up interviews via Zoom, or if the applicants are close enough to Tyler, people can come in for a tour of the park. Hiring decisions are made within a few days of the interview. 
There are plenty of things for people to do in the area when they're not working. They are one hour away from Shreveport, Louisiana and two hours from Dallas. People can reach Houston, Galveston, San Antonio, Austin and Little Rock within four or five hours. Tyler Lake is host to a number of fishing tournaments and one of the largest flea markets in the region takes place 45 minutes away in Canton, Texas. Nearby Tyler, Texas is well known for its rose gardens. For more information about the boulders at Tyler Lake, visit www.boulderslaketyler.com or to submit an application, email a resume to theboulderstyler at gmail.com. Today's episode is sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, WorkCamper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a Diamond or Platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. That's all for this week's show. Next week, I'll be speaking with someone from Alabama who operates a highly automated RV community who needs some long-term help keeping the system running. I'll have that interview on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thanks for listening.